Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Markets have been trading with little or lack of conviction today because there is a big event coming up in just a few hours that is going to be very important for the cryptocurrency markets and all investors and traders are looking out for that event. At the end of today's call, I'm going to tell you what that event is and how you can interpret that event, not just today but in the future because this event happens once a month and routinely on the first Friday of the month and it always has an impact on the cryptocurrency market so it's a good tool to have in your fundamental analysis toolkit. So beginning with our analysis then of the one day BTC chart, as mentioned, there's been lack of conviction and overall trading conditions are pretty neutral because investors are nervously awaiting what is going to happen when that data point is released today and probably want to make a move in the markets based on the information that that data point will provide them. But more on that at the end of the call. In terms of Ethereum, of course, Ethereum has reverted its trend, especially on the one day of outperforming BTC. The merge is one of the most important experiments in the blockchain community that has ever happened. The success lays the blueprint for migration from proof of work to proof of stake across the industry. That may have an impact on market performance in the short term, but really the big thing here may be what is going to happen and what it puts into motion on a broader scale and whether we are going to see similar moves across the blockchain space. The other altcoins, especially the ones that are higher up in terms of market cap, spent most of the day pretty much neutral because of that lack of conviction that we're seeing from Bitcoin and Ethereum as well. Notable callouts on Thursday were Cosmos and Link, which were up 7 and 4% respectively at points during the day, and we've seen a bit of a revival in popular meme coins Dogecoin and Shibu. They were also up at points during the day. Now that we've gotten up to speed with the markets, it's time for the top three headlines in the news until we can then talk about the big event that is breaking today. The Celsius saga continues. Yesterday, a hearing took place three hours where future guidance was established for future decisions, but some have voiced their displeasure that the proceedings resulted in little significance. The hearing took place just after Celsius's legal team filed a motion requesting the authority to enable withdrawals for some accounts. The request will not be settled until October the 6th. Celsius has identified assets in their earn and borrow programs as belonging to the estate, but is yet to complete the necessary steps to provide this clarity for other funds. Celsius tweeted, While today's motion, which will be considered at a later hearing, would apply only to a certain group of customers, we are preparing to address matters related to all customers as we move ahead. Celsius revealed that it will receive $61 million as a loan and is due to be paid back soon, which relieves some pressure on Celsius's estate as it had reported that it faced exhausting all of its cash as soon as October. Frustration is one thing Celsius investors have in no short supply. Litigation can be a time-consuming process, but at least forward progress continues to be made. Our next headline looks at the Layer 2 network optimism. If you had used the DEX between August 2021 and September the 1st, you may qualify for an equally distributed airdrop. According to OneInch, there are 45,000 wallets who have used the DEX on optimism. 28,000 of those wallets used it for the majority of their transactions on the Layer 2 network. The only wallets ineligible for the airdrop are those participated in a cyber attack. The airdrop is running a little late as it was actually scheduled for September 1st, but was delayed and will occur in a few days, according to the announcement. 
Now, if you didn't qualify for this airdrop, it is nothing to be worried about. In fact, if you head over to marketmeditations.io, you'll see that yesterday we did a whole feature on optimistic opportunities that have yet to issue an airdrop, and you can catch up with a lot of other layer two networks there. A final headline before we go on to the big event that is occurring today is regarding a very live breaking and important story. Digital currency company Tether wants the judge presiding over a class action suit against it to remove the law from Roche Friedman from the case, a request that if granted could weaken the suit against the stablecoin giant. The request comes less than a week after a video of one of Roche Friedman's founding partners, Kyle Roche, was published by an anonymous blog, CryptoLeaks. This came alongside an accompanying post alleging Roche strategically brought multiple class actions on behalf of development company Ava Labs. Roche claims that the videos that have been leaked were selectively edited and illegally obtained. And both he and leadership at Ava Labs vigorously deny the allegation. Yesterday, Roche filed to remove himself from the case, among other class actions, citing that he is no longer with the firm's class action practice. But in a filing made yesterday, Tether's lawyers argue Roche's prior involvement in the case is enough to throw the firm off of it. The individual withdrawal of Mr. Roche, however, does little if anything to address the serious issues regarding the potential misuse and discovery and class action lawsuits generally, Tether's lawyers argue. Even if he is no longer counsel of record, he would still have access to discovery materials, would retain the ability to direct the conduct of other lawyers at his firm, and would profit from any potential recovery in this lawsuit. Roche Friedman initiated the class action against sister firms Bitfinex and Tether in 2019, alleging over $1.4 trillion in damages suffered by plaintiffs. The suit claims a sophisticated scheme that defrauded investors, manipulated markets, and concealed illicit proceeds. On Thursday, Roche filed to withdraw from another suit, the firm's class action against Binance US. That case has been one of the highest profile firm suits addressing the fallout of the Terra Luna collapse. These are no small allegations being made by crypto leaks and therefore they will have no small impacts on the markets if proven to be true. Congratulations if you have made it this far in the video because we are now about to look at the event that is happening today that is very important. That is the US non-farm payrolls report that is being released at 12.30 p.m. GMT. Non-farm payrolls is the measure of the number of workers in the US excluding farm workers and workers in a handful of other job classifications. This is measured by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which surveys private and government entities throughout the US about their payrolls. The BLS reports the non-farm payrolls number to the public on a monthly basis on the first Friday of the month through the closely followed employment situation report. Current predictions are for a 5.3% increase on average hourly earnings year on year compared to 5.2% in July. The unemployment rate is anticipated to stay flat at 3.5%. And the non-farm payroll number is expected to come in much lower than the previous report at 300,000 compared to 528,000 in July. So to return to what we said at the beginning of the call, the markets are at a bit of a standstill at the moment because non-farm payrolls are going to be established and they're going to reveal critical US jobs data that may help determine the scale of the impending Federal Reserve rate hike. 
Once largely ignored by the cryptocurrency markets, the report has gained prominence this year as it reveals the state of the labor market and wage growth in the world's largest economy and helps the Fed determine the amount of liquidity tightening or how much to withdraw from the economy needed to cool inflation. The tighter the labor market, the stickier inflation and the more pro-tightening or hawkish the Fed will be. Risk assets, including cryptocurrencies, are addicted to cheap liquidity and have taken a beating this year, mainly because of the Fed's interest rate hike cycle. This year, the central bank has raised rates by 225 basis points, where basis points is just a hundredth of a percentage point. The figure for August, which, as mentioned, is scheduled for release at 12.30pm GMT, could help determine whether the Fed will deliver a third 75 basis point increase later this month or opt for a smaller 50 basis point move. The probability of a 75 basis point hike now is very strongly priced in and there's a high degree of certainty. With a high degree of certainty about an event in the market comes the high possibility of volatility if anything comes through to question that certainty i.e. if we see a sizable miss in the jobs data today. If you are a regular listener to these calls, you'll know that a 50 basis point hike, the least likely scenario, is the better one for the cryptocurrency markets. So what scenario do we need to see to see the crypto positive scenario, the 50 basis point hike, look more likely? Anything between 250,000 to 300,000 will be more positive for the cryptocurrency markets. Conversely, anything above 350,000 will be more likely to favor that less good for the cryptocurrency market's 75 basis point hike at the next FOMC meeting. Admittedly, this does sound counterintuitive. You would assume that the labor market not growing very fast is bad news. And therefore, it's strange that bad news is good news for the markets. But of course, right now, the markets are very concerned that the economy is growing too quickly, which is why slower labor growth will be a good sign. So as a crypto trader or investor, you're really left with two scenarios. First scenario is you wait around until 12.30 p.m. GMT. You see what the data says. Then you spend a couple hours researching the data spend the weekend researching how it's going to impact cryptocurrency prices. All in all, about a five or six hour exercise. Or you can simply tune into the Monday call for 10 minutes, where we will go over exactly what happened and exactly what it means for the crypto markets. That is the end of today's call. I will be back on Monday as discussed to have a full update on the non-farm payrolls report, what it means for crypto and any other important events that happened on the weekend. Thank you for tuning into this call. Adios. Meditating Amigos.